Obamacare is here to stay. Tests, office visits, pills, hospitalizations, what do they all actually cost? $330 billion with a B. Marks the beginning of open enrollment in the health insurance marketplaces. This is confusing. to Health O'Clock, show number four, recorded February 13th, 2016. We are your source for health news, trends, and insights. So now it's time to talk about healthcare. I'm Andrea. I'm a healthcare actuary. Uh, my normal disclaimer, I don't represent my company, um, any official actuarial associations. And if you need an actuary, hire one. Uh, don't just use whatever I say on this podcast and say that's good enough. Yeah. I am Jay. I'm a normal guy, and it's my normal guy disclaimer. I <laughs> do not represent Big Coffee, nor Aww. do I represent Kmart in any matter. And I especially... <laughs> Do not represent any self-aware drones. But Jay, I thought we had a deal. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'll leave you two alone for a minute. (laughs) Oh, well, it's good to be back podcasting and it's good to be talking to you. Today, our big show is on... Healthcare politics, and Ooh. it's an election year. We already know it, and we're feeling it's it's in droves already. So there's so many candidates saying so many things. We figured let's just take the contenders and hear what they really have to say about healthcare, and really what we think about it. That's right. Uh, there are primaries and caucuses going on right now and throughout the next oh, month or so. Uh, so we thought we'd take a look at how every candidate is proposing to fix health care. Because let's be honest, there are problems with health care in our country. There are problems with health care in every country. Um, so everyone's going to come out and propose a di- different method for fixing health care. Um, so we're just going to go through and try to be as unbiased as possible, um, about this total disclaimer. I lean a little bit to the left. Um, I'll try to stay as unbiased as I can. And, um, we actually have a set of criteria that we're going to look at to try and try and be fair. Agreed. And for me, I, it's not so much as a lean as it is a spiral and and then eventually I fall asleep and get confused. So <laughs> the whole politics thing, I try. <laughs> I try. All right. So let's jump right into this. Before we get into the politics of it, Jay, what are some of the problems you see just as an average person? What are some of the problems with our healthcare system in the United States? Well, as a normal guy, I do not like the idea. If I have to pay for my own health care, I don't like how much it costs. I think the cost is crazy expensive, and uh, I think that's a huge concern right now. Yeah, and that that's definitely a big concern is I pay all this money every month for my health care just to have health insurance, but then I have to go to the doctor and I pay all this money on top of it. And it doesn't seem like a good deal for a lot of people. No, no, it doesn't. 
So what about some other things that you see? Um, I see a lot of, uh, not a lot of regulation going into the big pharma world Mm -hmm. and them setting prices and gouging. And it just seems like this whole insurance hospital and pharmaceuticals is this giant money pit. And everybody's saying, we don't have it. We don't have it. We need it. We need it. And I, I just, it seems like there's not enough organization there and regulation there. Right. And we'll see this again and again. We actually talked about it back in show two for our big pharma episode that it feels like these big healthcare organizations, a lot of them are just trying to make money off of illness and disease. And it doesn't seem right sometimes. So, yeah, that's definitely an issue mm-hmm. that we're facing. Um, some other things that people bring up, a lot of people get their health cr- care through their employer, and then the people who don't feel like they're kind of getting a raw deal. For example, some of like fast food workers or um, Walmart comes up a lot that it's they don't really provide the full package of benefits for their employees and then they're kind of hung out to dry on how are they going to pay for this stuff uh anything else you can think of there's there's a lot (laughs) every time somebody goes to the doctor i mean it takes too long the doctors are overworked the uh, the care some people like certain doctors for some reasons it just seems that a lot of it is pricing also. Like I heard a story about somebody getting one MRI and it cost X amount at this doctor, whereas they go to another doctor, get the same MRI done, and it's like a Completely thousand dollars cheaper. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. So, so yeah, what gives? <laughs> it's the craziest thing. It just it it seems like the wild, wild west out there for healthcare. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, let's jump right into healthcare one oh one. <laughs> That's right. It is time, students, to learn a little bit about healthcare. Uh, this is a new segment. I had not heard that sound effect before. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I think that was the Charlie Brown teacher. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, as we're talking about problems in the system, uh, most experts say that there are three main things that you could focus on to fix. Number one is cost. And Jay, you brought this up. Things are expensive. How do we get things cheaper? How do we make it more effective? How do we make it more equitable for everybody? Yeah. Uh, number two is availability. How easy is it for you to go to the doctor and get the care you need? Do you have to like fight through the system? Do you have to wait six months before you can get a procedure done? Uh, availability is something that people focus on a lot when they're trying to fix healthcare. Um, and then the third thing is quality and effectiveness. How good is the care? Do they have to do a lot of things before they figure out the right thing to do? Are they doing giving you the most effective drug to treat whatever you have? Um, so, and that's a focus of a lot of things. Uh, a lot of people trying to fix the system. So those three things, cost, availability, and quality, are what people focus on. Here's the catch. Mm -hmm. These things fight against each other. 
So let's say, uh, for example, that you want to improve quality across the board. You want to make sure that doctors have all of the up-to-date training and they know what's going on and everything is cost-effective and everything works and is safe. Well, if you do that, it costs more because you're putting all this money into the system to get better training. Uh, you're doing all these tests to figure out what's cost-effective and what's not. Um, sometimes you have these like super awesome places you can go to get quality care, but it's not available to everyone. So you have cost and you have availability fighting against that quality initiative. Wow. Um, so I think those are the three things we're going to use to evaluate each of these candidates' plans as like we talk it. through. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you an example. We'll talk about the Affordable Care Act or mm -hmm. Obamacare. A lot of the things that the Affordable Care Act focused on were to improve availability. They moved dependence to 26. You could stay on your parents' plan until you hit 26. Before it was like 21, 23. So that increased availability, but it made it more expensive. Um, they created these exchanges where you can compete and compare plans against each other and buy the most cost-effective plan. That increases the availability. Mm -hmm. It also improves cost, but how do you know you're getting something quality? You don't. So maybe quality is suffering right now. Uh, that's another thing. The Affordable Care Act uh, does some things for quality, um, especially on the provider side. There's been a trend towards... Um, paying for quality instead of paying for the number of services that they do. A lot of that has been spurred on by a few things in the Affordable Care Act saying, okay, we're going to switch from this fee-for-service model, paying for the number of services you do, into paying for do you meet certain quality measures. But sometimes that reduces the availability of good providers, and it may also increase the cost. So you can see how all of these things, they're trying to fix one aspect of it, but then it throws something else out of whack. Oh, yeah. So this reminds me of that, that old ad adage, good, cheap, fast, pick two. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's talking about food, right? Well, it's food or any... Actually, it applies to a lot of services. But you can get it good and you can get it cheap, but it won't be fast. Yep. Or you can get it cheap and fast, but it won't be good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. You can't have everything or at least so far they haven't figured out a way to have everything. Mm -hmm. And we may do a show later on in the year where we talk about different countries, how they approach healthcare. Ooh, Good idea. And a lot of them like, We'll say Canada, for example. They're good at providing a lower cost than the United States is, but you always hear about these long waits for going to see specialists or whatever because lowering the cost and making the quality better has reduced the availability. Hmm. So, And you see that pretty much in every country across the world. Whatever approach they take, one of these things is out of alignment. Interesting. Wow. I learned a lot here at this Healthcare <laughs> 101. Thank you, Professor. <laughs> All right. Leaving that segment, let's get to the candidates. Ooh, this is exciting. Okay, so the candidates that we're going to hear from are Trump, 
Ted Cruz, Kasich, is that how you John say Cash? it? John Cash. Yeah, John Cash, Bernie Sanders, and Hillary Clinton. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into hear what the loudest person. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. Oh, it's yeah, okay let to say. him speak first. Yeah, yeah. naturally. So uh-huh. here, here's what Donald Trump has to say about his health care plan. Single payer. It works in Canada. It works incredibly well in Scotland. It could have worked in a different age, which is the age you're talking about here. What I'd like to see is a private system without the artificial lines around every state. I have a big company with thousands and thousands of employees. And if I'm negotiating in New York or in New Jersey or in California, I have like one bidder. Nobody can bid. You know why? Because the insurance companies are making a fortune because they have control of the politicians. Of course, with the exception of the politicians of the stage. But they have total control of the politicians. They're making a fortune. Get rid of the artificial lines and you will have yourself great plans. And then we have to take care of the people that can't take care of themselves. And I will do that through a different system. Wow. Okay. So that was Trump talking about... I'm guessing in previous interviews, he had kind of insinuated that he was all for a single payer system, mm-hmm. which is definitely not a Republican idea no. at all. Um, so you can see him kind of backing out of that um, that statement, that earlier statement that he made. Yeah. Um, I do want to address, he's talking about cutting down the barriers across states, which is a very Republican idea. They want to open up the market even further. They want more competition. Um, The thing that most of them don't understand is the healthcare system as it is today is not a free market competition because the patient is not the one ordering the care. The doctor is. Oh, that's right. So when, like, for example, if I were to go to a grocery store and say, I want to buy these apples and I want to buy this Pop-Tart. You know, that's me ordering. Whereas you go to the doctor, you don't know how much it costs. You don't know what you're ordering. You don't know anything. Right. So it would be like going to the grocery store with a nutritionist and they grab a bunch of things and you have no idea what it costs until you get up to the cash register. But then you're expected to pay, but you're not the one picking out the services. So... Interesting. So um, the thing I want to talk about uh, breaking down those barriers, the reason those barriers are there is right now health insurance is regulated by the states. So each individual state has their own rules around what a health insurer needs to do, the things they need to cover, so on and so forth. That's a very states' rights thing. If you break down the barriers between the states, you need to standardize those rules. Which kind of leads, if you follow that train of thought, it leads to more federal government control of health care, which the Republicans are are not usually for. So it seems like a, a kind of tug of war between the ideas of we want more free market competition, but we don't want to standardize the rules. We don't want the federal government to touch it. So I don't know how they're going to accomplish those two things. Yeah. Sounds confusing. Well, should we move on to Mr. Ted Cruz? Yeah, let's move on to Ted Cruz. Well, there's no doubt we need common sense health care reform. And, and, and it's something you're seeing a lot of Republicans talking about ideas. I think health care reform ought to expand competition. It ought to empower patients. And it ought to disempower government bureaucrats 
from getting in between us and our doctors. I think the best way to do that, three concrete ideas, are number one, allowing people to purchase health insurance across state lines so that you can have true national marketplace and low-cost catastrophic health insurance. Number two, as Dr. Ben Carson talked about very effectively, expanding health savings accounts so that you can save for more routine health needs. And number three, working to make health insurance portable, delinking it from employment so that if you lose your job, your health insurance stays with you. Every one of those empowers the patients. Ah, interesting. So we hear that getting rid of those state line barriers yet again. The other thing I wanted to point out with that issue is each health insurer contracts with providers in their area. So if you get rid of those barriers, uh, the health insurance companies are going to have to go out and contract with other providers all across the whole nation, which some of them don't have the capability of doing. Um, so there could be some potential issues there. But again, you see that that's a very Republican idea. We want to improve the free market for health insurance. Yes. Um, the other thing he said, well, first let's talk about, he, Cruz is very, very vocal about getting rid of the Affordable Care Act. But then one of his ideas that he goes back to is we want to delink health insurance from your employer. So if you leave your employer, if you get fired, you still have health insurance. And th that was actually one of the aims of the Affordable Care Act was <laughs> we've got this health insurance marketplace. You can go out and buy and it's your health insurance. It has nothing to do with your employer. So it's kind of and it's also kind of a free marketplace thing to go out to the insurance marketplace and pick your own plan. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's fighting so hard against these ideas that he turns around and proposes, but just changes the words a little bit and mm -hmm. doesn't link it to a plan that's already out there. So mm. that's interesting. That is very interesting. <laughs> wow. Cool. All right. Uh, let's hear John Kasich. Kish? Kish. I think. Well, we need to have an emphasis on quality, not on quantity medicine. In other words, we need to use the marketplace to incentivize our primary care doctors to guide us through the system so that we can get quality at lower prices, and we need to have transparency uh, with our health care providers, with our, our physicians, and uh, we have to work hand-in-hand hand to make sure that it's not quantity that's uh, rewarded in America, which is what it is today, but really quality, so that there are absolute rewards to go to all those pe folks who are involved in health care to make sure that we are treated to keep us healthy rather than rewarded when we're treated when we're sick. Again, you hear this idea of let's reward quality, let's pay for quality, let's not pay for the number of services that you do, um, which we talked about before is something in the Affordable Care Act that they really are pushing these programs, accountable care organizations, um, where and a couple other quality initiatives that really encourage a shift towards paying people based on how well they do, how well they treat people instead of the number of services. So Keish is falling back into what some of the other candidates have said, which is, here's a really good idea, let's take a look at it, without really indicating that, yeah, this is something that's already been put forward in the Affordable Care Act. I did really like 
his what, what he was talking about it seemed like he understood the quality and the price and uh the availability he understood the triangle yes and, and the, he seemed really well informed yes that's and and that's something he's actually even though he's he's a governor of Ohio and his state actually allowed the Medicaid expansion from the Affordable Care Act to go through and he's worked with people in his state to set up a state marketplace. So he actually knows what's going on. And I think at least from the little I've seen, he understands the healthcare market better than some of the other candidates. Yeah, I agree. That was that was a kind of a cool little glimpse into the Republicans there, Miss Andrea. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I think uh line break. Yes, I think it is very much time that we we just relax and and soak up everything we've learned and also um, just relax, breathe deep, and get excited for the Democrats after the break. <laughs> apologize those uh self-aware drones snuck into the studio <laughs> those drones are so smart <laughs> evidently they're running but drone of yours <laughs> i'm like a third wheel over here <laughs> i bought a roomba and man that thing has changed my life for the worse i didn't know they talked <laughs> <laughs> it's self-aware now <laughs> oh very nice all right we're back and we before the break talked about the republicans and some of their health care ideas obviously this is not a comprehensive look we're just kind of giving you a flavor of yeah a what, taste. what people think and what they're proposing and what they're preaching and what it may work or may not i don't know i mean so we're discussing their thoughts yes moving on to the democrats first up let's hear from bernie sanders we spend far more per capita on health care than do the people of any other country. 30 million people today have zero health insurance. Millions more are underinsured. No one debates that fact. What the story is, is how can you create universal health care for every man, woman, and child and do it in a cost-effective way? Other countries do it. The United States of America can do it. Now, I know yeah. the private insurance companies don't like this idea. We're going to put them out of business. And the drug companies that are ripping off the American people and charging us the highest prices in the world don't like the idea. Tough luck. Mm -hmm. Feeling the burn. Yeah, the burn. <laughs> and he's, of course, talking about single payer. Which, single payer, we mentioned it last week. Um, or not, last show that we did. Is basically, I think his whole um, goal is to get everybody on a Medicare-type system. Which, the government sets the rules, um... 
they contract with certain providers and they set rates. I will say they don't set any kind of limits on drugs at all. So when he's talking about putting big pharmaceutical out of business, unless they do make changes to how they Medicare currently works with pharmaceuticals, we're still going to be paying them tons of money. It's just going to be under one payer instead of all the private health insurance companies. I see. Very interesting. So that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about Byrne? You know, I think he has a good heart. I think he has wild ideas. I don't necessarily think that another overhaul this soon to a already changed system is a good idea. I think maybe an overhaul in maybe 10 years if there's problems. But it seems like we finally have this thing in place and we just need to give it time uh, for tweaks, maybe. But to completely change how healthcare is handled at this point sounds kind of, I don't know, it's, I don't know, like you're beating a dead <laughs> horse or something. Well, and I was thinking about this. If everybody is forced to move to a single payer system, all of your employment, health insurance is going away. Um, so are employers going to raise your pay to compensate for that? Or are you just losing that part of your compensation? Oh, there's no way they will. <laughs> there's no way. They, oh, right. And so then how are they going to coordinate everybody getting coverage? Uh, if problems occur, are they going to have this giant government call system where you call in as, if something's wrong? I don't know. There are a lot of issues that would definitely need to be addressed if we move towards this kind of system. Bernie also highlights that a lot of other countries are doing this. Every other country in the world has this kind of system. Well, it's a simplification. I mean, every other country in the world puts an effort into making sure everybody has coverage or some kind of coverage option. Um, Is everybody on a single-payer government system? No. So Interesting. All right. Well, that leaves us one candidate left. Hillary. The infamous Hillary Clinton. Let's hear what she has to say about health care. But here's what I believe. The Democratic Party in the United States worked since Harry Truman to get the Affordable Care Act passed. We have a path to universal health care. We've accomplished so much already. I do not want to see the Republicans repeal it, and I don't want to see us start over again with a contentious debate. I want us to defend and build on the Affordable Care Act and improve it. Um, Hillary, all right. She wants to keep the Affordable Care Act in place and continue to improve it. Thoughts? You know, it seems like if this was a boat, this country is a boat, this statement would be shaking the boat the least out of everybody out of everybody so i kind of like that just because i know change is hard no matter where or how it happens and the fact that we went through this thing and we're finally set up and people are finally doing this and and learning about it and i don't know i feel that with hillary it's um it's less turbulence i mean with bernie the whole thing's you know completely different and then with republicans they want to go back to square one and i mean it's just change is hard so i think least amount of change with hillary right well and i agree with that it seems like she is rocking the boat the least 
Um, at the same time, there are problems with the healthcare system. So is the best way to address them, let's not rock the boat, let's see what shakes out, or is the best way to address it, let's keep making these big changes to see if any of them work. So I don't know. I mean, I've worked in the industry. I have no idea. It's such a huge, interconnected, crazy web of issues. And I think the best approach is don't look at it as one simplistic thing. Think about if you make a change here, how does it affect everything else? Uh, Go back to those three issues we talked about at the beginning. If you make a change to make it cheaper... How is that going to throw everything else out of whack? Yep. The the three things, of course, are cost, availability, and quality or effectiveness. Right. So. so whoever you vote for, whoever you caucus for, keep those things in mind. Uh, whenever someone presents a plan, think about, okay, how is that going to affect the other two things when they suggest changes? Yes. Very good. Well, thank you for tuning in and i hope you learned something about the candidates and their beliefs and and hopefully i don't know hopefully you take away something (laughs) good positive yeah hopefully we helped a little bit if we didn't cover a candidate that you'd be interested in knowing what their position is or knowing what our take is on it uh send us an email but we'd be happy to respond to you our email is health o'clock podcast at gmail.com And we appreciate you listening. We have a great time recording. We sure did. And uh, stay tuned for next episode. Which is going to the doctor. (laughs) 